Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. Next up, we have Emmy-nominated actress and singer MJ Rodriguez. We talk about her upbringing, her passion for fashion, and the artist she's dying to make music with. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose. And welcome to the Renaissance Man Podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. A show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Download the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Look down at your phone right now. There's somebody texting you that's not having their best day. Or there is somebody texting you that's having their greatest day guess what you should do turn them on to the renaissance man podcast because that's what we do here we celebrate and we sob but we do it together and we do it honestly this week's theme is create the life you want august 24th is the official start of the paralympics where thousands of disabled elite athletes from around the world will compete in Tokyo, Japan. Some born with disabilities, some gain through unfortunate circumstances. But what they all have in common was they created a life of excellence despite their physical disadvantages. They decided to do the most at their best. That was a choice. How about this? according to the Human Rights Campaign 2021, is on track to be the deadliest year for trans and gender non-conforming Americans. With more trans men and women dying this year than in the last six years. And I don't care how you feel about the LGBTQ plus community. No one on earth, no one should lose their life for who they choose to be or who they choose to love. Yet despite the violence, a recent Gallup poll found that LGBTQ identification is up 5.6% among U.S. adults, meaning that they are looking at the threats and discrimination they face and still choosing to create the life that they want. As someone outside of the LGBTQ community, and as someone without a disability, I find their journeys to be inspiring. Because like us all, they wake up every day and they have to say to themselves, what kind of life do I want to live? And that answer should be the answer we all aspire to. A full one. My next guest knows all about that. MJ Rodriguez came from humble beginnings in Newark, New Jersey. But she always had the love for theater and performance. And despite the odds, she fought hard and worked hard until she got her breakout role in Pose. Now, she would be the first trans person to be nominated for Emmy in a lead role. We talk about her upbringing, 
her passion for fashion and the artist she's dying to make music with. Up next, MJ Rodriguez. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Our next guest is an Emmy-nominated actress who started in a groundbreaking hit TV series, Holes. But if that weren't enough, she also is a singer. And I just heard the song. She got something to say. Da, 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 da. It's fire. <laughs> I checked it out, to be honest with you, before I started the show. Something to say is out right now. She's coming for that Grammy, too. Please welcome yeah. MJ Rodriguez. What's up, y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up? Thanks a lot. I appreciate you taking the time for joining me. So where did you grow up? And where did um, you have the gift for performing? So I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. Um, I had a good stint of my life that was in Jackson, New Jersey. I was raised there from one to about seven years old. And then I moved right back to Newark, New Jersey, my home roots. And I think that was the breeding grounds for performing arts and, you know, just becoming an artist in general. I went to New Jersey Performing Arts Center, trained by my godfather, um, and who's also my vocal teacher for 11 years. And then just like went on from there, did Camp Broadway, did a whole bunch of things just to like really pursue my dream. So yeah, Newark, Newark, New Jersey is where it all started for me. That's exactly where I was going. I was fortunate enough to be friends still to this day. Queen Latifah, Shaquem, KG used to invite me each summer to his barbecue on 118th. So I spent a lot of time in Newark. So what was it like for you growing up there? You know, Newark had its, you know, its up and ups and downs for me, obviously, because, you know, I'm a woman of the trans experience. But I mean, for the most part, it was nothing but love from Newark. I, I grew up in a, a space of strong Black people, and I had a great foundation with my mama, and my mom knew everybody around Newark. I knew everybody around North because we all grew up around each other. So it was, you know, it was beautiful. I, like I said, there were times that I had, but that's just normal because every place has its crazy places. Like when I was in New York City, I would have some crazy things happen to me too. So um, that showed me that, you know, weird and crazy and sometimes bad things happen all around the world. But collectively, Newark is my, my hometown. I love Newark to death and I'm always going to rep Newark until I die. Absolutely. So who are some of the artists in whether acting or music that inspired you? So as far as acting, and I'll say acting first, because there's a lot of people that inspire me in music, but um, and acting, being that I didn't have a lot of trans women to look to in acting, I saw a lot of cis women like Angela Bassett and, you know, uh, Holly Berry's and even the Nicole Kidman's. Like these were really high-end actresses that I really were inspired by and they kept working and I was like I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the same thing I'm gonna be the actress that's working and that's you know doing big things and um as far as music though I was raised on music all my life my uncle my mother raised me on music ever since I was zero so you talking about Earth, Wind & Fire you talking about uh, uh Blue Magic we're talking about Shaka Khan, Luther Vandross we're talking about um, the whispers, the spinners. Mm -hmm. My dad had me listen to the spinners all the time. 
uh, Teddy Pendergrass, uh, a lot of great influences in my life. So a you, so a lot of what you just named is something I complain about currently in music. You just named historic groups. What happened to the historic groups? I know. You know what? Listen, I feel the same thing, same way, but I just saw something in an article which made me really happy. Puff Daddy is creating a complete label music division devoted around R&B music. So it's coming back. And he's a powerful man, a man who has a lot of money. And he also moves and shakes a lot. And I commend him on it. And I'm happy about it because it, it, I feel like you know, there's not a lot of representation on true R&B mm -hmm. anymore. And um, which is fine. You know, I'm a pop girl, too. I love pop. Mm -hmm. I feel like my song is very, very rooted in R&B and pop. Mm -hmm. But um, I think there needs to be more light shined on that. So I hope artists like myself, Bruno Mars and, you know, strong individuals like Puff Daddy make it happen so that we can keep this ball rolling because it's starting to happen quicker than I expected. And I truly believe R&B is about to come back and I'm definitely going to make sure it comes back. And you were right. I'm definitely chasing that Grammy. Let's chasing. get it. Let's get it. Diddy, you know <laughs> what it is. Revolt TV. I'm pretty yep. sure you watched the show. I'm going to try to have him on one day. That's family right there. And I'm glad you told me that he was coming up with that because I didn't realize that that was even happening. Yeah, it, it was an, it, in an article recently and I found out from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I wanted to I wanted to ask you about this because because if you search on YouTube, right, there's so many videos of you performing in the musical Rent or singing off Broadway, and like any performer or athlete or whatever, we get a chance if we have longevity to look back at old videos of ourselves, and we always mm -hmm. say, "Oh, why did I wear my hair like that? Why did I have my outfit like that?" You know, mm -hmm. that's at least what I say about myself. But when you watch them. <laughs> You know, does it make you feel very proud of how much you've grown since then? Yeah, I love looking at my old videos. I love seeing myself at a stage where, you know, a lot of people didn't see me. I always say it was my Holly Berry, um, you know, stage where I was wearing my little shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was classic. Holly Berry, Anita Baker all day. Right, right. They was rocking them shortcuts. So I was just like, you know, that's that's me. Yeah. Oh, see, you know about it. You know about it. You watched Friday. You caught it. You caught it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love seeing all of those videos. That's why I've like, I haven't taken them down. You know, a lot of girls of the trans community, they take those down because they feel like it could, you know, inhibit them as a person. But me, I don't think it inhibits me. I think it makes me a bigger person and it makes me grow and people get to see the growth. And I'm very happy where I'm at right now. And I'm very glad where my music is taking me right now. And yeah, I'm I'm just happy with it. I, so yeah, uh, all I see is growth, and all I see is beauty in those those beautiful old clips and the new ones now too. See, see that answer is actually the inspiration for the this week's theme of the show. Check this out. That's the out. theme of this show is create the life that you want. Your yep. character Bianca and Pose does exactly that. It's clear she wants to be a mother. So she goes out and adopts troubled LGBTQ plus youth and forms a family. Yeah. You went from being a theater kid, continually climbing and reaching, and now yeah. you're the first trans woman to ever be nominated for an Emmy as a lead actress. Is this the life you saw for yourself? Believe it or not, no. 
I did not see this. I, 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 my body was just, you know, I was having this conversation with my boyfriend yesterday. I was telling him, I was like, you know, sometimes my body moves and my mind knows when to just say, this is a cliff. Are you going to jump? Maybe you should look over the cliff to see if there's water to jump and dive in first. But my body wanders and I love the way my body wanders. So no, I didn't expect it. And at that time when I was just auditioning like crazy, I, my body was just wandering autonomously and automatically because that's what it only knew how to do. And my mind was like, well, I'm just going to let her coast. Now my mind is not letting me coast as much anymore. It's thinking as much as possible because obviously there are groups behind me that, you know, I have to influence. So yeah, it's kind of surreal. I never thought that I would be in the category with all of these other amazing women that I get to share the space with. And it just goes to show that not only the Academy sees me, but the world sees me and they respect my womanhood, you know? And I really pride myself on the woman who raised me because she really instilled womanhood inside of me. That's the woman in my life who showed me what womanhood is like. And that's why I get to move the way I get to move in the world, like how I do. And that's my mama, strong, black ass woman. And I'm happy about it. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, it was, I didn't see it for myself, but when it happened, I was just like, all right, well, here it is. You know, I've wanted this for all my life. It's happening. So MJ, Michaela, you got to really go out here. You got to, you got to serve, you got to storm. Cause it's a lot of people looking at you. It's not just your trans sisters out there, but it's the black women out there that are looking at you too, because they daughters looking at you too. I got a lot of strong black women their young babies are looking at me talking about me today, mamas, and their mamas are proud of that. And I'm just like, yes, this is what I wanted. The, the black love that I wanted to exhibit from my body. And that was given to me from my mama. I wanted people to see what that was like too. And it's happening. So yeah. Tell us, oh, and by the way, shout to your boyfriend. You made ah. it, buddy. You got a <laughs> shout out on the Renaissance Man podcast. You legit. <laughs> You legit. <laughs> you legit. Please tell me more about your relationship with your mother. Yeah. So me and Miss Audrey Rodriguez, we are like as thick as thieves. She's my mother first, but mm -hmm. she's also my 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 best friend. She's my sister. She's my cousin. She's every single thing to me. My mother has shown nothing but love to me. And my mother instilled a lot of love in me when it came to my arts. A lot of parents, it doesn't matter what kind of child you have in this world. When you are a starving artist, all parents worry because they never know if it's going to hit right. right. And my mother never was like that. My mother was like, I'm going to facilitate my, my child's dreams. And she did that from when I was a kid going to Camp Broadway all the way up until I was 19 years old. And I went to my first off-Broadway show till now, now being an outstanding Emmy-nominated actress. Mm. She's been nothing but support for me, along with my father and my second dad. Like, I, I'm, I'm blessed. As I mentioned in your intro, you have a single. And yeah. I really like it. You know, when I was listening to it, I was like, well, I need some roller skates. You know what I mean? Got me a right. roll bounce type feel. You know, it's Let me called find out that you roller skate. Yeah, okay. I had the size 15, you know. I, I used to do that growing up a little bit. I can't skate backwards or whatever, but, you know, it made me want to get out there. And I was really You got that two-step roller skate. You know, you yeah, just be on that a little two-step, little shoulder roll type of thing, you know. But how would you describe your sound as a musician? Is there, is there anyone old or new school that you love to work with? 
So there are a lot of people that I love to work with. I mean, I finally got the chance to work. He's my uncle and I appreciate him. I call him my uncle, Verdine White. You know who he is. Mm. Um, I I finally got to work with him. He really took part in this whole process along with a guy named Neil Pogue, who I found out is my cousin. Um, And John Parrish, who's a drum player who played for Earth, Wind & Fire, a whole bunch of people. So I got to work with one of the legends that I've always wanted to work with. But um, the people that I would love to work with down the line are like Chloe and Hallie and Doja Cat and, you know, Bruno Mars and and Anderson Pack. You know, these are new striving artists. They're strong black artists Mm -hmm. and they're making waves in the way they represent music, like how I'm doing myself. And I feel like we would just make great collabs together, especially Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. We would make some, I know for a fact that if I was performing next Mm-hmm. Beside them, while they playing their drums and performing, and Anderson Pack is on his drum, I know for a fact we will make crowds go crazy. So, um, I would definitely hope and pray at some point to work with them, and that they're open to working with me. Because listen, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of men are, are not comfortable around me. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm intimidating at all. I think I'm actually a good girl. So, uh, I hope those barriers are broken down so that we can make some great music and perform together and get these people up. Because we in a time where we got to keep keep it, getting people up. We got COVID-19 going on. Got a lot of injustices going on. Ain't no time to be worrying about your feelings. It's time to help the people out there who don't even know how to deal with their feelings. You know, so. Absolutely. And the people that's booking artists for the Super Bowl, y'all heard that. All right. Are, All right. You know what I mean? MJ, we could do that Anderson Pack versatile. You know what I mean? Dancing, right. getting the crowd involved. Exactly. I can see that. You know, you got you got to see it and say it first before it actually takes place. And I received that. You you touched on something that I want to make sure that I don't underestimate because I'm enjoying my interview. I'm enjoying meeting you. And you said, wow, men feel uncomfortable around you? Like, yeah. That is crazy. Like, I, I, when I saw you say that, I, it reminded me that I guess I guess some some archaic individuals still exist. So can you talk about you know navigating that in all of the spaces that you you endure on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean the navigation of that is me simply staying there, rooted in who I am, not engaging in what they're throwing at me or what they're deflecting at me, but simply to stand my ground and not engage, to actually disengage and focus on myself and the people that are around me. Um, it's sometimes nerve wracking. It's sometimes scary as all hell because sometimes there are certain kinds of men that like to ignite you simply to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually am just like, I don't got no time for that, bro. Like, I respect you, but can you leave me alone? <laughs> I got work to do. <laughs> you feel me? But uh, that's how I navigate it. I, 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 I actually address it with love. I don't address it with aggression because that's not going to get anyone anywhere especially with a man i'm not trying to Mm. i am not the kind of you know i'm i'm a small girl that's number one i'm not trying to get ragged around nowhere (laughs) also i just want to like i always want to keep the peace so if my space of me being in the place is taking it up I'm gonna I'm gonna stay there. It's up to you to be open enough to penetrate that space and be yeah. like, I respect you. Or can I ask you some questions? Cause I don't know about this. You know, ask me the questions. I'm open for it. But if there's aggression, 
Take your ass all the way over. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and I and I applaud your your honesty about that and your and your strength. Because you, you mentioned earlier about like wanting to take chances. It reminded me of a quote, one of my favorite quotes by Martin Luther King is basically, you know, faith is taking the first step without seeing the entire staircase. Yep. Right. And, and, and that that's the position that you're now continuing to elevate. And the more you continue to have successes and be nominated for Emmys and what's going to happen with a Grammy, you're on a Super Bowl with Puff and Bruno Mars and all of that, 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 that kind of comes with it, right? Yes. And so how would you advise for people that want to do what we're doing for a living? Like, how do you navigate the turbulence that just happens on a daily basis that still allows you to not be distracted from your goals? I have to realize that I'm human as well. And that there's education that I have that there's there's a lot of education out there that I have not received. And I try to or at least hope that other people would see that since I don't have all of the answers, that they don't have all of the answers, too. And we both have to figure this out together. This is not just a one way street. Right. And I feel like that's how I navigate. And, you know, I mean, sometimes I'm a quiet person when I'm in a space, you know, I'm very to myself, very classy. You know, I keep it together. Uh, so. Sometimes it may be hard to come up to ask me a question or, you know, but I still encourage people to ask me the questions and also challenge me to be educated as well, but not through um, like rep being reprimanded, you know, just keeping the mind open and always just being willing to just see the person for who they are. I, my number one goal for the world, and I know I'm only one person, so, mm -hmm. you know, this reaches a lot of people, but not obviously everybody right. around the world but my goal is to let people understand that the human aspect human existence in general is the first thing before you are black yes before you are trans before you're yes. asian before you are latino yes. those are the trickle effects and all the other things that we have to deal with and the even the prejudices that come along with all of those things but the first thing yes. is the human existence and are you willing to understand a person as a human first and then get to break down those sections right. of being black and being Latina and being trans and oh, and also being a woman. Are you willing to do that? If you're not, because you don't have the education, do your education. So exactly. much out here. There's not only books and libraries anymore, there's Google. I can't, there's Google, there's Google. I can't believe I'm saying that. Like I used to be like, Google don't know everything. And nah, the speakers and the whispers didn't have Google when they right. was writing their songs and when they were recording their hits and creating their legacy. But I can't interview MJ Rodriguez and not uh -huh. talk about fashion. I was watching the BET Awards and you was trending for that white dress. I know you know it. <laughs> where does your love for fashion come from? And where are some of the places you love to shop? Okay, so my love for fashion literally came from my house father. His name is Timothy J. Smart. Mm -hmm. He saw me when I was younger. This was when I was sneaking out going to the balls when I was 14 years old in high school. And he was like, that's my daughter right there. And I was like, who me? <laughs> Being silly. <laughs> and um, he taught me everything. He taught me everything from runway to voguing, everything. And I fell in love with fashion at that very moment. Took it back with me to school and the rest was history. So um, I love designers like Versace, Gucci. Uh, I love Yves Saint Laurent. 
I love Louboutin. I love a red bottom. They hurt like hell, but mutual. You got to suffer for the fashion. Um, <laughs> I, I learned that from EJ Johnson. Um, and yeah, I just love, I love shopping at those places. And I also love shopping at H&M's and Zara's. Like I don't limit myself just to designer clothes because there are some things out there that aren't designer clothes that fit just right. So um, I'm, I'm a big, like I mix and match. I, Magic Johnson is my childhood idol. And I can sit, I call him the Hall of Fame mogul. And yeah. one of my favorite things to see on social media is when his family takes their boat vacation trip to Italy. Yes. And I joke with him. Most people go on vacation for like a day or I mean like a three to five days. They go for a quarter. It's like 90 days. I'm like, I know that boat got to cost at least $10 million. I know it does per day I know. to operate. And so you brought up EJ and I'm a part of the family. So tell me about you guys' relationship and some of the lessons or things that you guys draw uh, inspiration from for each other. Well, you know, and it's been a while since me and EJ actually spoke. I got to like hit EJ up. I miss EJ. But um, me and EJ met first season of Pose actually at an event. And believe it or not, I saw EJ when I was doing Rent when I was 19 years old, but we didn't know each other at that time. I saw EJ in Bergdorf, <laughs> Bergdorf obviously, mm -hmm. you know, and just in this nice, expensive fur black coat and just looking at diamonds. And I was like, I live for you. One day I'm going to have the confidence to come and speak to you. And long story short, we met each other uh, 10 years, 11 years down the line through Pose. Mm -hmm. And we just, became like this and I feel like the inspirations that we draw from each other is that EJ lives unapologetically mm -hmm. EJ does not care what anyone thinks and EJ is also a business person mm -hmm. and I feel like what I mean I, I and I'll speak for myself because I don't know what I've taught EJ um but I guess I'll say for myself I maybe possibly inspiration I like to influence inspiration all around the world it doesn't matter who you are Mm -hmm. And I think EJ kind of drew from that as well. And that's why we became good friends. And I would say like family, like I feel like we're that extended family. Like, you know, you have that cousin that live all the way over in Alabama. You don't see him for about three years, Correct. but you see him again. And it started off right oh, where it left off. It is on. Like you right. never lost a step. Like you never exactly. missed a beat. Exactly. Exactly. And oh. that's, that, that's me and EJ. Well, lastly, you've accomplished so much. It what seems to be a short time, but for you clearly living it, it must seem like forever. What advice do you have for young artists who are grinding and hustling right now, trying to be seen? Well, my advice would be, number one, keep hustling until it hits. I hustled all my life. I was walking them concrete jungles every single day, being subjected to discrimination derogatory like slurs thrown at me every single day mm. and I still pumped because I knew something had to give so I would say keep hustling never let your head sink below your shoulders always keep your head held high and never let anyone tell you how to live your life live through perseverance happiness joy liberation be respectful be positive as much as you can be be humble show humility mm -hmm. and 
just storm, storm the world. No day. No one can stop you unless you, you're the only person that can stop yourself. And PSS. PSS. Tell us where we can get the new music. Again, tell us about the new single. Tell I got them where you. they can get more material. Yes. So something to say is out on all platforms. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Deezer. It's also on Apple. You can check it out on YouTube as well. Uh, the music video just released today, 8-12-21. I don't know if this is going to be, you know, oh. I'm going to be afterwards, but uh, check it out on YouTube ping those uh, views, make sure you share it as much as you can because I got more stuff that I want to give and I need the help of my fans. You know, the love of my fans is what's going to lift me up and I, I make sure I do it for my fans and my family and my friends. So if well, y'all looking at it and sharing it, I'm good. Well, having fans is like building a house one brick at a time. And yep. just so you know, you're going to have millions of people following you and millions of people supporting you you just got one more in me. I appreciate you. you taking the time for joining me. But before I let you get out of here, I have a rapid fire segment called All right, let's Go do it. In 60 seconds. You ready to do this, MJ Rodriguez? I got this. I got this. I got it. Got it. This is a tough one. Would you okay. ever return to Broadway? Yes, but in like, like I would say 10 years. Mm-hmm. I, I, planning is key. I say that about being the mayor of Detroit. Like, like 10 more years. You know, I ain't ready to do that just yet. Who's exactly. your biggest style inspiration? Um, Andre Leon Talley. Mm, I got to get hip to him. I'm going to make mm -hmm. sure after you just put me down on some game, I'm going to make sure because I try to stay fly. I'm glad you <laughs> said somebody I didn't know. See, that's mm -hmm. what this is all about. Early. Besides yourself, name your favorite on-screen TV mom. You know I got to give mom some love. You got to. Um, I feel like my, oh, Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis has played so many mothers, and I would love for her to just play my mother because she reminds me of every mama that was in the 80s and the, in, in the, in the 60s. <laughs> I love that. I love that. What's the flyest item of clothing you've ever bought? The flyest item of clothing I ever bought was Yves Saint Laurent heels. Mm, I can't do those, but I could do those red bottoms just like you. And the lace yeah, up, they do good, but they kind of narrow at the toe. They be hurting the corns by the That's time it. I take them off. But it'd be <laughs> worth it because they so fly. <laughs> Maybe they more. are though. Yeah, the men's <laughs> shoes are nice. The men's shoes are real hot. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, indeed. And before I let you get out of here, one more question. If you can gotcha. start as anyone in a biopic, who would it be? If I could star as anyone in a biopic, it would be Robin from um Robin, I think she's an anchor, the anchor Robin. Who is that? She's on, um, oh my gosh, this is, this is going to be horrible because I should know her is, last is name. She, is it Robin Roberts? Yes, Robin Roberts. I Robin love her. Roberts. I got you. I, whatever you putting down, I'm picking up. I got you. Robin you. Roberts, ABC, Good Morning America, formerly at ESPN. She's a legend. I totally see that. 
Right. I totally see that. And you know, a lot of imagery is seeing yourself in a lane that you know is a reality. I thank you very much for taking the time. Anytime, anytime. This was a great talk, honestly. Thank you. Last call. Last call. Now, I'd like to thank MJ Rodriguez for stopping by the podcast. Her new song, Something to Say, is definitely a summer jam, which reminds me that summer is almost over. Time flies so fast. In these past two summers, hardly look like the ones we used to know before COVID. That's why we need to get a herd immunity. Go get vaccinated. Before you know it, it'll be dark and the pools will be closing, especially in the Midwest and on the East Coast. You know what I'm talking about. So please try to enjoy the warm weather while staying safe as you can. Be outside, wash your hands frequently. You should be doing it for 20 seconds. Avoid large crowds, social distance. Get vaccinated. Did I say that already? But you know what else? Drop the top. Get a tan. Wear your shorts. Rock an EPMD type bucket hat while you still can and enjoy the life you've carved out for yourself. I'm the Renaissance Man. See you next week.